everyone and welcome to this week's episode of We're Spinning Plates. I'm Kira and I'm Em. And before we get into the episode, can I just say how much I look forward to these Sunday mornings? I mean, this Sunday I was waiting for you for quite some time, but still, <laughs> it's so, just know. so nice. <laughs> I don't know how we can always have it at 8am every single Sunday <laughs> and yet I can suddenly just get it into my head that it's 8.30, but you know, chaotic energy all around. We'll forgive you. Because I was just sitting there with my nice cup of tea and I guess we'll do the hot drink section right now because today I'm drinking a toast and jam flavoured Yorkshire tea. I saw you do the taster of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like? really nice. Like It's like an English breakfast tea but with like a fruity undertone, which is good because <laughs> I think fruities, <laughs> fruity fruities on their own they like don't have enough of a like a kick they're just like they smell stronger than they taste whereas this one because it's got the english breakfast tea and the fruit it's not relying on either one of them to carry the experience so it's like (laughs) that was such an in-depth review (laughs) i just i've given it a lot of thought and i really am enjoying it so there's my tea um Um, and without further ado dipping into the hot drink section don't leave me out one i'd not seen you take a single drink this whole time well that's because <laughs> i got up and made myself okay. my coffee and i started reading my book finished my coffee looked at my phone and you'd said where are you i was like oh shit um so this morning i'm drinking a coffee from my nespresso machine with oat milk Love it. with some salted caramel hotel chocolate hot oh, chocolate mixed my in God. dreamy nice we'll leave that out the part incredible. where i dropped the coffee drawer on my carpet and now need to find some carpet <gasps> oh my God. professional cleaning <laughs> landlord oh if you're watching ignore <laughs> if you're watching if you're listening um yeah, yeah there's my there's my contribution to the segment <laughs> but regardless tea and sitting down for a chat every Sunday morning just my absolute favorite so love it um and without further ado let's jump into the weekly roundup so what has been happening for you this week (laughs) in another lockdown week can you believe that every single episode of this podcast has been in lockdown with like no social life like (laughs) the fact that we're managing to have content to even talk about (laughs) unmatched it's impressive I I have two things I want to ask your opinion on okay um so the first one is did you see the baby Zalfie news? Ah! <laughs> Don't. It made me so happy and also like weirdly emotional. I was like, oh my God, that's just so wholesome. And I feel like obviously nothing wrong with people who do like huge dramatic reveals or like spread their baby related I feel like we might need to explain like, what this full... is. <laughs> oh well. yeah. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know. Zoella or Zoe Sug. Um, got separated from the brand Alfie days. Era. I know, I'm so sorry, but when you use the term Zalfie, it just takes me straight back to the Zoella days. So, um, yeah, they're having a baby, which is very exciting. Um, and I just thought it was so wholesome. Like, they just announced it with, like, really simple little Instagram videos and... It was quite refreshing, I think, because you can get a lot of baby news on YouTube and from influencers that is like super dramatized and built up and like spread across like a full week of content. And that's fine as well. Like everyone can do whatever they want with their exciting news. But this was just so like cute. And I was I know. Just like, oh, and how they exciting. just both looked so happy. It was a, a nice thing to come across while scrolling. And I think it was so I didn't, I didn't realize you sent me their reels. And then I also messaged yeah. you, like, oh my God. Did yeah. You see it? <laughs> It did Literally. take me back to being 15, absolutely. 
Um, oh, it's just, so I think it is nice so when you, um, obviously you don't see every aspect of someone's life online, but when you s- kind of grow up watching someone's content and then mm-hmm. they just, something happens in their life and they look really happy about it. I don't know. There's something so nice. Yeah, and it's just that. such nice news and like happy time, which I think is nice. And also, a side note, I don't know if you also watched um, Jim Chapman back in the day. Oh, I saw this. Him and his fiance are also announced that they're pregnant and they announced that this week as well, which is... Like, it's been a week for baby news. Fun. Um, Such a week. I know. So I obviously wanted your opinion on that because I know that we are such Zoella a big fans fan in of particular. Zoe. Yeah. yeah, you do like Zoe. And then the it. other thing I wanted to ask you was, it was World Book Day this week. I feel like I was very we tuned into it, it this year because um, the charity that I work for, we did a lot of work for World Book Day. So I was like very aware that it was coming up um but i asked this on my instagram in my stories and also on my feed post and i said what is one book that has changed your life like at any point for any reason and i did give you a warning about this so (laughs) don't be giving me that look that you are filled with fear i'm still nervous Uh, so there's just so many choices yeah Um, yeah i definitely have a few that i could talk about but what book changed your life the one the one that's come to mind, right, this is probably a bit rogue, maybe not what you're expecting, because I do feel like whenever I get the option opportunity to talk about like a favourite book or a book that I love, I always talk about the same book, so I'm not talking about conversations with okay. friends today. Um, I've decided to leave that one out for this particular occasion. <laughs> um, but what I've actually talked about was um, Clean Break by Jacqueline Wilson. <laughs> Never read that one, I don't think. It was when I was like, I think maybe six or something like that. The first book that I remember like getting at the school library, or maybe it even was on World Book Day, you know, when you could get oh like, my God. Uh, this, the, a like, book for book free. Fair. Oh, no, I thought yeah. you meant the book fair where you went and, you know, after I, school you went to go and choose. Oh my God, yeah. that's just unlocked a memory. <laughs> it's like, I know, I'm like, as I was speaking, I was like, maybe this actually was for World Book Day that I got this book. But regardless, it's the first book because I um, did a, like, I've always been a reader, but obviously you transition at some point from like, reading with your parents or you know like in the guided reading bit of school where you're reading like the at my school we've read the magic key books which was really exciting but um I transitioned out of that into like free reading and um, that was the first book that I picked up and that started a huge love of Jacqueline Wilson that lasted I mean I still love Jacqueline Wilson she's great so um that is a book that I always just remember as being like the first book that I like picked and read on my own I love that. I only remember reading My Sister Jodie, and I can't believe I read that so young. It was quite... Oh my god, that's a traumatic book to read. (laughs) I know. Um, Jacqueline Wilson, like, I did really enjoy her books, but I have not chosen a Jacqueline Wilson for mine. Uh, So I posted, like, a big book stack on my Instagram of books that changed my life. However, I think, yeah, I'm going to go down the route of nostalgia, and I vividly Mm -hmm. remember being in Waterstones in the Trafford Centre. Don't know if you've ever been to that branch of Waterstones. I have not. You've never been to the Trafford (laughs) Centre? Whoa. Where is that? Manchester? Yeah, have you never been? Well, we're going to the Trafford Centre. I think you'd I think you'd really <laughs> enjoy the experience. Anyway. Okay. So I was in the Waterstones in the Trafford Centre and literally I'd read everything on the show, on like the <laughs> young adult fiction or I was branching into young adult fiction and I'd read everything on like the eight to twelve year old shelves. Um, right. and me it's and my mum were like, Dunno don't know what you're gonna read next. And this girl in front of me picked a Sarah Dessen off the shelf. And, oh, and my mum was like, you Well love she's Sarah Yeah. My mum was like, She's just picked one up, why don't you you try it so I picked off the truth about forever by Sarah Dessen and 
literally I read every single Sarah Dessen in the months after <laughs> that and I feel like her writing was the writing that made me realise that I wanted to write and also what I wanted to write and what I wanted readers to take from my writing. So it was really kind of a transformative experience reading wow. Sarah Dessen. I love that. Yeah, I'd never read kind of like a contemporary, a teenage contemporary, which... I felt like so much was packed into one book, so much emotion, so many like lessons. I don't know. I really liked that kind of young adult contemporary fiction and I'd never dived into mm-hmm. that genre before. Um, and I thought that Sarah Dessen just had a way with words and a way of kind of expressing the way teenagers feel. And I was like, yep, I want to do that. Which at the moment I'm only writing adult, but my first book was young adult and I kind of just feel like I owe mm-hmm. a lot to Sarah Dessen. So Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> that you definitely the ticks the box of a book that changed your life. So, I mean, technically, that. the Amazing. book that changed my life the most is mine. But you know, you didn't want to plug your own book at this point. I'm guessing, but I did. Sneaky one but in now, there. <laughs> but now, now you will. Yeah, I mean, because without the first book, you, your book might not have ever come to be. So exactly. It's like, exactly. It's like the book that changed your life led to the book that really changed your life. Deep. <laughs> Love that. Um, so and, wow. yeah, they were the questions I wanted to ask you, which I feel like that we've been recording nine minutes, so that took up a lot of part of this <laughs> roundup. So I'll just quickly move on past my week. Um, my week has been really good. Um, I received an arc of Libby Page's new book, which I think I sent oh you. Oh my god, I saw yeah, that. I sent you a message like, Amazing. oh my god, which was so surprising because I didn't like it. Just arrived, and it's called The Island Home. If you don't know, Libby Page wrote The 24-Hour Cafe. I'm just showing you on FaceTime the, the book. Very season. nice, very uh, nice. She wrote The 24-Hour Cafe, and I adored that. So to have her new book has meant a very cosy reading weekend. I am loving that. Uh, and also, <laughs> I think you're going to laugh at this. So this weekend, I realised that I'm getting better at poker. Poker? Yeah. The game? Yeah. <laughs> what else? What no, yeah. karaoke and yeah. poker face yeah. by Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been playing it with friends and I am very bad because I can't lie and I can't bluff. Um, and I just find that there's a lot of rules to remember. But I think I'm getting better at holding my own in poker. So no one fret. I don't nice. have a gambling addiction. I don't. It's not like real Yet. money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, sorry. No, I didn't okay. mean that. It was it's just a slippery, a it's a slippery um, slope. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it could be. It's a fun, wow. I don't know, it's a fun way to spice up lockdown and I think I'm getting Spicy. a bit better. So that's my takeaway from this week. That's How's progress. Week been? <laughs> my week has been good. I will say that the Zalfi baby news is definitely the highlight of my week. So like we've already <laughs> gone over that. I just was so excited. Like every um, week. <laughs> I just was like, oh, what a great news. Because other than that, like it hasn't been a particularly like um, Exciting week. dramatic week. I've been uh, been to a couple of house viewings. Um <laughs> on account of last week's news that I'm moving to York hopefully very soon um and that has been like mostly my week has just been on like right move and then filling out applications and doing references and all that kind of stuff um so the Zelfie baby news was just like oh what a nice fun piece of <laughs> fun YouTube trivia to add to my week um but aside from that um I have been doing a lot of running as I've mentioned and I don't want to talk about running again this week because I seem like that's all I'm talking about recently <laughs> yes yeah, on some of my runs um I've been like mixing it up because for the first couple of weeks I was just listening to like a playlist that I'd made but I found that now that I've been going at it for like a few weeks I know the playlist too well and I'm like this is too 
I like know how long the songs are and I'm like too much in my head about how long a run has been. So I thought I'd start listening to some podcasts and it was very good because another piece of great news that was announced this week mm. was the fact that Venetia LaManna, who is the host of the Talking Taste Buds podcast, was bringing Talking Taste Buds back for the seventh season but she was doing it a bit differently and it's actually been renamed now to all the small things um and essentially talking taste buds is all about like food and the way that food impacts our life but she wanted to kind of expand and continue to talk to a wider range of people who maybe don't really have a connection to food like specifically in their line of work or their history and things like that so instead she's talking about like um the habits that have kind of like carried us through lockdown specifically but then loads of other things and generally she just has very like conversational podcasts that dip into a little bit of everything and this first week's one which I listened to on my run on Tuesday was um with a musician who I'd never heard of before called Rina Sawayama and she was really really interesting and I'd never heard of her and I wouldn't have like clicked on a podcast like oh my god I can't wait to hear this person speak because I didn't know anything about her but that actually made for a really interesting listening experience because I had no idea what to expect but it was really really nice so every time you talk about your love for talking taste buds I just think you need to get on table manners because it's (sighs) such a similar concept yeah I do I really do I'm such a creature of habit I'm like I will not I like do not expand out of my comfort zone like very often so like when (laughs) this was announced I was like thank god more talking taste buds but um I do need to expand my horizons and if I continue to run at the rate that I'm running at then I think maybe I'll I might I'm gonna go on a 5k run tomorrow so maybe I'll listen to table manners on oh a, can on i recommend one. you like my favorite ones can i send you a list of my favorite my must yeah. listens oh the table I would, manners I really appreciate michael mcintyre do you like michael mcintyre um i'm just thinking about jay's reaction to this because jay really doesn't like michael mcintyre <laughs> no right okay the, the, well i mean i guess you have to find him funny but the table manners episode of michael mcintyre like <laughs> i don't think i've ever laughed that much like it was hilarious okay. so i'd highly recommend that um <laughs> I'm very impressed by the amount that you've been running. Cannot relate to that. I mean, I am impressed as well, like with myself, because I know it's not something that comes easily to me. But for some reason, I think the fact that I'm just doing it of my own accord, it's not because like someone else has told me to do it or because I'm training for a particular event. I've just been really enjoying it. Um, and it's been fun. It's fun to like challenge myself and hopefully see myself improve somewhat. Um, and I did have yeah, I'm proud of you. One more thing to mention in my weekly roundup, Go forth. which I've noticed when I'm editing videos or sometimes even watching someone else's video, my facial expression starts <laughs> to mimic the facial expression <laughs> that either I'm making in my video or that the person is making in theirs. And like sometimes Jay will be like, "What are you doing that face for?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's the face of the person on the screen in front of me." And I just wondered whether that was just me or anyone else relate well i mean considering <laughs> it's a podcast with only two of us i'm guessing that's <laughs> me don't know who else you're talking to there um yeah, it's you I honestly cannot recall the last time i edited a video my youtube game is off <laughs> so maybe i do i definitely do it when i'm like speaking in a conversation with someone like if we were sat opposite each other in a coffee shop we can only dream um yeah and you, I know. Maybe you one had day. like a certain expression on i think i would probably mimic that i feel like that's quite yeah. common um, I know I just feel like it's I've become hyper aware of it like the fact that I'm doing it so often and I'm like what am I doing so if anyone else does that and you want to let us know 
on the podcast Instagram, then please do make me feel less alone in my weird facial expressions. What a niche request. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Desperate times. Um, times. But I'm pretty sure that brings my week, weekly roundup to an end. Um, (laughs) What weird end (laughs) of the weekly roundup? I'm sure where we go from here. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just need to take a moment to reflect. (laughs) Okay, let's jump into the main section. Okay, so moving into this week's main topic, a little bit rogue this week because <laughs> normally, as you know, either M picks a topic, I pick a topic, or sometimes we collaborate and pick a topic Cute. together. But today we have outsourced f- to my mum who has made a request <laughs> for a podcast topic. So here in the UK, next Sunday, which is the 14th of March, is Mother's Day. I know that Mother's Day and Father's Day can be like different dates in different places around the world so it is mother's day in march here in the uk so my mum has requested that we dedicate an episode to both her and to em's mum and we basically talk all about like various <laughs> traits good bad whatever else in between that we have like inherited from them so i guess it's kind of like a nostalgia looking at like how we have become who we are and how like, which traits and stuff <laughs> basically so I think this is going to be quite fun so yeah I'm really glad that your mum sent in this request and also Kira's mum and if you're listening Kira's (laughs) mum most glam mum I think I've ever seen like Kira sent me the screenshot of the Instagram message and then I could see the profile picture what a glam mum so shout out to you she she is glam she is she definitely makes an effort literally every single day so we love to see it respect that (laughs) wish i had that cannot relate but do respect um so yeah i really like this theme i think i will definitely be telling my mum to listen i'm not sure she listens to the podcast on the regular because she said it she says it makes her miss (laughs) me did i say that right is it it makes her miss me oh but yeah we just want to add in a disclaimer that we are aware that mother's day can be quite a difficult time for a lot of people so I think definitely adapt this to think about anyone that you care about and the way that they have impacted you we are aware that Mm -hmm. some people really struggle around this time and we don't want to be insensitive to that and we are sending you so much love if you do struggle around Mother's Day but definitely definitely just think about someone that you really respect you really love whether that be a friend or a sibling or a different like parental figure or a grandparent and how they have impacted you because I just think it's quite a fun exercise because I think we're going to have a mixture of things in this episode to talk about um but yeah we are sending you a huge socially distanced hug which i'm not sure how a socially distanced hug works so i'm not sure why i phrased it like that but we are sending it you nonetheless absolutely 100 percent sending love and good thoughts out to everybody listening especially if this is a time that you find difficult but without further ado shall mm-hmm. we jump into <laughs> some of the things that we think we've inherited from our mums um, and we'll, I think we'll just have a little back and forth chat yeah. about it just see what comes up it's interesting because neither of us have ever met the other one's mums so we don't really have that you comparison. have met my mum how insulting to her oh my god yeah <laughs> oh my god sorry Helen I totally forgot because obviously the main thing I was thinking about on that day was 
your book launch so no nah, no nah, you can't also, up to me with that comment n- you've insulted it's Helen true <laughs> i was there thinking about the book launch and also i do get nervous meeting new people so like there were a lot of people there and i was like I know, in a yeah, really was... thick coat being like oh my god i don't know any of these people and i brought jay along who did I know, not I was know so glad either. you came because i feel like that was in the fetus days of our friendship it was that was really scary so the fact that <laughs> i've obviously had to block some of that from my memory because of the you know the nerves <laughs> if you oh think God. you were nervous imagine how nervous i was getting up to do that speech you sounded actually... so confident though so I confident was not. I was like, like i'd have gotten up you, but th- that didn't come through in your voice i think if i'd have gotten up there you would have heard the shake in my voice like the tremor the redness it would have been awful and i think i felt some of that on like just a subconscious level just from having to go and like do a social event so <laughs> I'll let you off. That's great. I'm sure Helen will too. That's something I 100% have not inherited from my mum because she could literally talk to, meet anyone, 100% confidence, absolutely no concerns whatsoever, whereas I am definitely more of a nervous Nelly, so. A nervous Nelly, I love that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, we've, I've, well, I was going to say we've, but we've just established you met my mum, I have not met your mum. But one thing I just want to comment on first is that I have seen the video, the little clip in one of your vlogs where you were with your sister and your mum and you all look so, so similar, but I don't look similar to my mum. Everyone says that I am like a mixed, like an exact mixture of my parents, so you can't really see any aspects of either of them in me. It's more of like a... Like now mixture. that I'm re- recalling back to the memory of when I did meet you, Mum, I wouldn't have said that I thought you looked super similar. But that 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 video of my mum, my sister, and I is really funny experience because they both really hate me for doing that because they were in a mood with each other on that day. <laughs> so I was sat in between them, like, let's make a YouTube video, and they were like hardly even talking. And my sister's like, everyone's gonna think that I'm such a bitch, but obviously she's not. Um, but they were not talking on that day, which was interesting. You literally <laughs> looked like triplets. It was crazy. Um, so let's kick this thing off because as always we are just talking and talking um okay so the first one i'm gonna go for i don't know what road to go down i think i'll carry on from what we were saying like about book launch and etc etc i definitely my love of books which has really shaped my entire life um definitely Mm -hmm. comes from my mum i said this in the book launch speech my mum yeah. <laughs> like, definitely drilled into me like books from a very young age like I remember us sitting on the beanbags in Waterstones I remember I was reading books together Aww. so much so that my first word was book so like it from a oh very early age yeah how wow. fitting is that like of all the first <laughs> words is, to have you've really like yeah. manifested this life <laughs> I, know, I know like books literally infiltrate I would say 80% of my life and I think I owe that to my mum I like to think I would have found reading anyway um but just that love of like reading stories and immersing yourself and escapism definitely comes from my mum and so many bookish trips to buy books and like it it's like a running joke that like my sister did not pick up that (laughs) I was literally just about to ask because I have the exact same experience because literally the first thing on my list is love of reading so we've clearly got similar mums in that respect because yeah I also just like I've obviously read from a really young age and I think that is as a result of mum reading with me and all of that kind of stuff. But I do think that she has also mentioned this, so sorry for calling you out, mum, but that, like, obviously, the more children you have, she has three altogether <laughs> and I'm the oldest, the less, like, time and energy you have to put into, like, those little things like reading every single night and all of that kind of stuff. So I think my two younger siblings way less into reading than I am. 
Um, yeah. So it's interesting that you're Same with Rachel. I think that's partially yeah. due to our, like, characteristics. Like, Rachel's a lot more extroverted and, like, performing artsy, whereas I'm more, like, Ooh. let's read and write in my room. <laughs> um, so I do think it's kind of to do with that, but definitely I think maybe it could be, like you say, the time. <laughs> that you can spend on it decreases but yeah one of my yeah. favorite like memories of my mom is going into waterstones and she'd be like you can pick a book and i'm like oh but they're on buy one get uh. one half price and she's like oh well, you can get two then <laughs> just like what a mem and then getting a cafe Go Helen. what a time to be alive oh my god i love it i like i say i remember reading with my mom when i was younger and especially like so me and my sister shared a room um and so i'm six years older than my sister so she would have been in bed before me and my mum would like take me up to bed when it was my bedtime and like read i must have been like six or seven at this time and i remember like we'd always end up just like giggling about something or other and i would just like fall into like laughing fits and i'd have to try and be quiet because my sister was sleeping in the next bed um, <laughs> and i just had such lovely memories of that but i also remember my mum telling me how irritating it would be that I could not sit still for like one minute like I'm so fidgety and I still have this experience now when I go to bed um Jay literally says you've got three strikes and then you're having to move away from me because you move (laughs) too much it's like every two seconds you move and I'm like I don't understand how he can just lie there no I I have to like wriggle until I find the right the, the sweet spot Exactly, and I'm just like, who can just sit there, get into one position, and then that's it? Like, absolutely not. <laughs> the people that get into bed lie on their back with their hands down next to them and just fall asleep. <laughs> I think that's psychopathic. <laughs> yeah, Jay is a Scorpio, so, you know. I mean, I have no idea psychopathic what Psychopathic tendencies there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Okay. I'll direct it to you because I feel like I introduced the reading convo. Okay, reading convo, absolutely. Next one, maybe a little bit less mm. life transformative, but no less lovely, is an extreme love of toast. <laughs> I just love toast. Again, I was like so weird when I was younger in that I would like not really eat breakfast and usually wouldn't take lunch to school because didn't really like pack lunches. Like this when I'm in high school. Yeah, pack lunches were a come bit, home, mm, hot dinners all the yeah, way. And I didn't ever really make the effort to, like, top up my lunch money situation. So sometimes I'd have, like, an angel slice, a Mr. Kipling angel slice at school. But then when I'd come home, I'd just eat enough to, like, make up for the whole day. So I would sit down with my mum, have a coffee, and have, like, some really nice hot buttery toast. And I think we've talked about this before, but I like my toast on the side of burnt and so does oh, yeah. mum. So um, that's what... Don't, I don't want to land you in it, but psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just love toast. It's just like one of life's underrated pleasures. Simple pleasures, like, it's yeah. So nice. You can't beat it. I love that thick one. toast. It's got to be thick. Yeah, thick toast. Have you ever had? Oh, wait. Is bread vegan? <laughs> I just... Yes, bread is vegan. <laughs> I just had a brain malfunction there. Um, the Warburton's Bloomer bread. I've started getting it. It'll change your life. Ooh. You can get it malted. You can get it white. Change your life. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, drawing Noted. on that food theme drawing on it the yeah. love of a good cheese board is which Ooh. i'm not gonna ask the question is it vegan classy because it's not. Uh, but my mum has always been more of like a cheese and biscuits rather than a dessert kind of person and i'm both okay. because all of the foods <laughs> why the hell not <laughs> um, but the cheese board is the best part of christmas and oh by the time this episode goes out like she won't have received my mother's day present but i'm gonna tell her about the episode after she's received her mother's day present <laughs> so i basically sent my mum and dad 
dad by extension, but mainly for my mum, a massive Waitrose shop. And in it is all of the ingredients that you need for a mega cheese board. I feel like we just bond over mm-hmm. cheese. It's just one of them things. So yeah, I don't think I would be as in love with cheese boards if it wasn't for my mum. <laughs> She's going to be reading I this like, that. wow, none of these are very <laughs> deep and emotional, but just you wait, mum. <laughs> the it's, reading it's one. It's coming. It's coming. The next one's a big Books one. and cheese. Love that for you. Um, now the next one is, now as I mentioned uh, talking about your book launch, I obviously am a little bit more shy, mm. whereas my mum, she's Irish, so literally could talk to a lamppost for about three hours straight, <laughs> like literally anyone. And although it takes me a little bit longer to warm up to people, once I am warmed up to someone, I also can literally non-stop talk. I think it's definitely a competition between like my siblings and I and like my mum's attention, like because we yeah. all just want to talk as much. My little sister, again... Poritain. she just has the the least amount to say I think because she's the youngest so she has like six year like I've got a six year head start on her I was already like talking vying for attention <laughs> by the time she came into the world so she's not as chatty as the rest of us but it is like a big competition and I also remember like my mum couldn't drive until a couple of years ago um so we would always get the bus when we were younger and it was a competition to be like i want to sit next to mum on the bus because we just want to like talk and talk and talk so yeah i feel like that is definitely me and my sister would always fight for like the space next to mum on the couch i think it probably <laughs> has left some deep offense with my dad but uh, yeah like i don't know i'm really close to my mum like i will tell my mum everything we're like little besties mm-hmm. so it has always been that way in our house too yeah definitely love that one <laughs> love this episode how cute how fun (laughs) it is so nice um my next one is probably the deepest one on this list i mean i've only got two more i don't know how many more you have but we're already on 13 minutes and i've got two more Mm -hmm. so (laughs) my next one is kind of like this can be a negative and also a positive depending on the situation but it's definitely something that me and my mum have like exactly and I know that I got it from her it's just (laughs) it's I don't know if I don't even know the word for it is it empathy when what's the word for when something bad happens and it can happen to like say if it happened to our family I would Mm -hmm. feel like intense sadness and feel my other family members pain before I felt my own like what's that called yeah that's like empathy I think yeah Yeah. like if something sad happens to someone like literally anyone me and my (laughs) mum would feel that person's sadness and really take it on and it's like oh yeah like no I think it is a positive because in a lot of situations like I think that means I'm able to like I don't know, understand people maybe a bit and like really yeah. kind of, I don't know, I feel like I want to help people in those kind of situations. I don't know why I'm painting myself as a saint. <laughs> That's not yeah. what I mean by this. I just mean like we're massively empaths. So we like feel, that that's the word I'm looking for. We feel emotions Empath, yeah. very strongly, like, and other people's mm-hmm. emotions too. And it's definitely something I've got from my mum because in, I think out of all my family members, like we're the two that have it the most. And I think probably my granddad had it too. Like we just always talk about that like mm-hmm. other people's emotions are like we take on so definitely yeah. my mom that I feel like that probably enhances you as an author as well because like ooh, love it you know like I feel like the ability to like really connect with emotions and stuff is obviously really important to like convey things authentically so. yeah and you probably take that on when you're a reader as well because I think like mm. a whole a massive part of reading is learning about other people's emotions when you're in their like brain as their as the protagonist so that probably yeah. kind of drives how you then engage with people in real like real life I don't know mm-hmm. don't know how yeah, strong that connection sure. is but I threw it out there anyway <laughs> I love it 
love that for you. I also love <laughs> how you keep throwing in, I did not pay Kira to keep plugging my book. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but it's just so good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest cheerleader. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, okay, so the next one is, I think I've said a lot of good ones, so I've got some <laughs> slightly, I feel like, less good ones. Um, now, I mean, I think these are funny, and I actually love that this is one of my traits, but I feel like it's perceived as more negatively and that is that I am extremely nosy and like oh. a bit a bit gossipy <laughs> I didn't mean my all oh, to be like yeah you are but yeah you are <laughs> no it's true I am like so and I think that my mum did significantly contribute to my nosiness to like a severe extent because when I was like younger um, again, we'd be on buses. This is like when I'm like a toddler going to and from nursery. Um, I would like just look at people on the bus and be like, who's she? What what was he doing? And instead of being like, oh, that's but just like, a lady, my mum would like construct stories about it. Like, oh, she'd say like, oh, that's Michael Caine. That's Felicity Kendall. And these are all celebrities who I don't really know that well, but they are I've never heard of either um, of those celebrities. I think they're a bit older, but um, <laughs> like... Um, yeah and she'd just like construct these stories and stuff which meant that I subconsciously felt it was okay to just like want to know everything about complete strangers and then her and my auntie as well they're obviously both Irish because they're sisters and (laughs) two of them together the amount that they can find to talk about and the amount of just like gossip and stuff is just (laughs) intense and I love it because I love gossip so um that's what and like it might not be considered like the best trait to have but I love it because I just love to find things out so oh yeah the, the, take the, from the that debrief we have when I go on a date <laughs> oh my god I'm so here for it I live vicariously through you <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a love for gossip is not the worst thing in the world like I feel like you no. don't like drama in your own life and you would never cause drama, but if drama like happens its way into conversations, yeah. like you like it and then I'm I mean, gonna I'm gonna listen. Yeah. Exactly. Who would who would we be to not listen to gossip? <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Okay. Do you have any more? I have one more, which I know my mum will appreciate okay. and it's very quick. So ever since I was little, when my mum got in from work every single night, she would like transform the house into being cozy which means like putting all the lamps on maybe lighting a candle like just getting that cozy atmosphere and Mm -hmm. um whenever someone whenever she comes home from work last and someone else hadn't done it she would be really upset (laughs) so like you had to get into the habit of making things all cozy for the (laughs) evening that transition into evening and so now when i come home well i say come home from work don't even get me started on the commute from bed come home from the desk (laughs) when i come home from my desk to my bed about three steps I then, like, put my lamp on rather than the big light. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we call it the big light? <laughs> I know. I think that is a northern thing, you know. Is it? Do southerners not say big light? I don't oh. think so, no. We'll have to have another poll. I was not impressed with our <laughs> podcast listeners that they voted for... What, I can't even remember what... what I say praline. So you no, said praline. 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 You said praline. praline. Did I not say I praline? Said praline. No. Praline. There we go again. <laughs> you said praline. And you said, I said praline. praline. Yeah. My mum, just for context, said praline. So a mixture of the two of them. Wow. Um, but on the whole, it was Team Kira all the way. So um, thanks, I guys. I was really deeply offended that. by that. And I did then ask my housemates, and no one even knew what praline was. Praline, what did I say? <laughs> Probably because you can't talking about it in the right way. <laughs> Probably. They'd know if you said praline. <laughs> 
yeah I'm bitter about that and so yeah well, how do we answer this oh yeah big light maybe that needs to be the next poll but yeah I get home from work or move from desk to bed and I make the room cozy the candle the lights and it just sets up the evening nicely and definitely that's, that's nice. a thing that we got from my mum love that I technically have two more both pretty short now the first one is <laughs> that I've got a terrible poker face so which is quite funny seeing as you're getting better at playing poker um <laughs> But I, I I think it's I find it hard to mask my emotions. Um I'm just like you can tell if I'm not impressed with something. Oh yeah, you can hundred percent um, tell. <laughs> um and that's definitely something that my mum has as well. Oh my god, I've got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> that sounds ribbity. No, um, can we definite- cut that out, Jay? That was a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um <laughs> Oh but that's definitely something that um my mum is like she can be painfully honest like if you buy a new outfit that she doesn't like or you know she doesn't t- I don't think she loves my like sense of dress that much like my jumpers and things like that so like at Christmas my brother was like can you point out a jumper that you wouldn't like so that I can buy it for Kira for Christmas and I loved it so um but she is like yeah she's not got the best poker face like she won't say oh no I really hate that but, but you can tell if she doesn't if she thinks it looks really bad on you then she'll say because she doesn't want you to go out looking like a, an idiot but if it's just like it doesn't look bad on you but she just doesn't think it's like the right color or she doesn't like the style then you can just kind of tell that she doesn't love it so i just generally don't ask what she thinks of my outfits um <laughs> bad poker face i think i've definitely inherited um and then finally i thought it would be nice to end with a love of Gilmore Girls, which I think, I don't know if I inherited this from my mum, but we got into the show like together around the same time and it's just a nice thing that we, that we share. So love that for us. That really rounds it off. Lorelai and Rory. I was about to say (laughs) Kira and, but then I realised I didn't know your mum's name. Tracy. We're in a pickle now, Kira and Tracy. Also, I've been mulling this over in my head now since the beginning when I said that I didn't know your mum. And I've I've been, I've really been stewing on this because I feel really bad because your mum is so nice. And I feel like along with you, she's a big supporter of the channel. So I'm like, oh oh, yeah, my my mum literally looks at your subscriber count more than she looks at mine. (laughs) The reason I was saying it was in the sense that I don't, neither of us know each other's mums on like yeah. a well enough level for us to know like do you want, oh yeah do you, you want definitely a, get that trait from your mum do you want to dig the hole further <laughs> I just feel like what I meant was I just didn't know her very well because I still I didn't get to know her personality in that two seconds at your book launch so that's kind of what I I do think at. it is weird like once you start to get older and into adult friendships connecting to last week's episode <laughs> your parents know your friends less like it is weird because when you you know like when you're in you're gonna school, come around like, for dinner <laughs> can, can, can Lucy come around for tea <laughs> but now it's like yeah. you have these people who are massive parts of your life and your parents don't know them as well how weird yeah like my mum sometimes asks me like how things are going for you she's asking like what dating site you were using and stuff but she's never met you at all I like like... that's my legacy (laughs) and so that was it and also she definitely encouraged me to to check up I think it was several months ago you went on like a walk on an evening and I was like let's just make sure that you make it home okay she's like oh my god it's gonna be dark wait like a date walk yeah, you went on a date walk and I told my mum and she's like, after work? And I'm like, yeah, after work. And she's like, make sure she's okay. So 
<laughs> it is weird. Like she doesn't know you, but yeah, because we obviously talk about each other a lot. Like my my mom's like, so how's Kira's house hunt going? <laughs> when are you gonna see Kira? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm hyped. Love it. I'm glad that you're hyped too. <laughs> Love it. But yeah. I think this has been really fun. Again, if you have any traits or like personality things that you think you either got from your mum or like we said at the beginning that you think you've picked up from like a friend or another family member, then definitely jump on over to at We're Spinning Plates on Instagram and let us know because I just think it's really fun to see how your personality is an amalgamation of the people who you are closest with. So that's fun. <laughs> I think we were both skeptical about how long we could do. No, wait, did you just? When I went, um, that sounded like the the exact um, before Jesse Nelson balletic that. Balletic that. Love that. I don't know whether Jay's gonna put that in, but if he does, <laughs> he enjoyed. But I think we were both skeptical about how long we could make this section. But look at us now. We've got a pretty long middle section. We this is potentially one of our longest middle yeah. sections. We just so love talking I about enjoyed. Shout out to you, Mum. I know. love you lots, and I miss yep, you. Same. Can't wait to see you after lockdown. <laughs> and thank you to my mum for this episode idea. Mm. Thank. I thought you, you were gonna much. say thank you for giving birth to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I would literally too. not be here without you. <laughs> Congratulations, you had an excellent firstborn child, so good <laughs> yeah. job to you. It's a shame it went downhill after us too. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop before we isolate ourselves from any family members. <laughs> okay, so it's time for the Agony Aunt Colin. <laughs> I tried to like time, time my diddle with you then, but it was just a hot mess. I don't even know what my diddle was, so no. that was an interesting start to this section. Yeah, love it. Um, so this week we thought we would dip back into Dolly Alderton's column. So we've got one question from Dolly, uh, or not from Dolly. Dolly hasn't sent us in a question. A question? A question. I wish she would. I wish. Do you know what's funny? Last, last, after the last episode, I got several people messaging me saying, Deuters. I was like, you know, because I mispronounced Deuters. <laughs> I'm sorry that I can't speak properly on these. Um, so yeah, we've got one from Dolly Alderton's column, and then we've got one mm-hmm. that was sent in via our form. So we'll start off with the Dolly one, which makes me laugh because I'm not sure we'll be able to give any specific advice for this one since we are still quite young. But since Kira is about to turn <laughs> <For> now, <laughs> well yeah, since Kira is turning 24 in May, <laughs> I just thought this was funny and we'd spring this on her. So the question is, at dear Dolly, I am terrified. I am wasting my youth. I have recently turned 24 and have never been more aware of the slipping sand. How do I stop obsessing about my engine of youth puttering to a stop? What a nice, like, (sighs) sentence. Puttering to a stop. My engine of youth puttering to a stop. (laughs) Like, dramatic. That... I've actually it. filled me with a sense of dread and fear, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I thought it might, which is why I thought I'd ask it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Can't all be spring chickens like me. (laughs) You and I, in literally, like, a month tomorrow... You and I will be the same age for, like, then another month and a bit. So let's just calm down for a moment. (laughs) Um, But 24, I actually think, as I have been, you know, in my 20s, 24 has been this looming fear age for me because that was the age that my mum was when she birthed me into the world. So I hate the way you phrased that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why I just say it like that, but when I was, you know, this presence entered the world, me, she was 24, <laughs> she was nearly 25, She's uh, her birthday's in June, so she was like 
my birthday is 21st of May, hers is the 8th of June, so there was like a couple of weeks, mm. she was nearly 25, but still, the age of 24, I'm just like, whoa, that's the age that someone could be when they like have a child and like are of a completely normal age to have a baby and like, you know, raise a family and be a mature adult with like a house I feel like you're scaring children. yourself. Are you shaking? <laughs> I am a little bit scared and I'm just like, whoa, I don't think I'm going to be having a baby this year. Um, Please do. Because I would shower it with love. <laughs> thank you. I mean, I 100% think it would be lucky to have me and Jay's parents, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and me, by extension. And you, exactly, 100%. Weirdly, this is the second time I've had this conversation this week because Sarah was also <laughs> telling me that she wanted me to have a baby, and Jay is constantly talking about how weird it is that I have two friends who look the exact same. Um, who are the friends? Because you and Sarah. I don't think me and Sarah look alike. So, literally, I Jay think me and never you met look Sarah. more alike. I really don't think so. Like, Jay literally walked into the yoga studio. Sarah was at my yoga class and he had to do a double take. This was like several months ago now because he had never met her before and he thought it was you. (laughs) Well, that's crazy. Sarah, we need to go on a, like, a triple walk. And so, well, first of all, because I would like to go on a walk with you. And second of all, so we can see if we are doppelgangers. But yeah, like, it's just funny because I feel like we have some similar conversations that don't really have anything else to tie them together, but you both have this week encouraged me to have a baby, so... Well, um, yes. You do look after your pets so well, so I just feel like that would translate well to humans, little humans. To human children, yeah. Yes. Well, we'll see. Um, but either way, we've completely gone off topic and I've just made this about myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a good job this is just from Dolly Alderton and there's not actually someone on the other end waiting for this response eagerly because I'm so sorry if someone was hoping for good advice because really <laughs> the only advice I have is just that, you know, the the train of life does not, does not stop. It doesn't stop for anyone. So you just got to go with it. Like your ages will just keep on ticking by. And I think if you allow yourself to fear getting older, you're just doing yourself a disservice because you're not actually enjoying your life and you're just fearing it. And actually, when I was 16, for example, 23 seemed like an absolutely absurd age to be. Like who could be 23? That's so old. And now I am 23. And I actually really mentally don't feel that much different from when I was like 16. So um, I feel like actually age it just has this massive amount of it really is and I think it feels like this fearful thing but really like there's no obviously things change throughout your life and if you look back when you're 40 versus when you were 23 there's going to be a big difference but actually the difference that you see year on year I think is minimal so I feel like I wouldn't fear like nothing actually is going to significantly change when you turn 24 or 25 or anything like that and so that's the main thing it's actually just an internalized fear and also like I knew this would happen I like I planted this question on purpose (laughs) in reality we're only like a quarter of the way through our lives potentially so yeah that's a good way to look at it the way I see it is I feel like every year I gain and every little bit older I get I feel more like sure of myself and who I am and like what I'm doing which actually kind of contrasts the fact that your early 20s feel like what on earth am I doing but I do like just in general I feel like more sure of myself so I'm kind of looking forward to feeling even more settled into my life I feel like everyone says your 30s are your best years because Mm. you are more like settled into your life if that makes sense because I feel like 
the teenage years and early 20s years are a bit of a just like chaotic mess because you're figuring out who you want to be yeah but then as the years go on you're more kind of comfortable in who you are and I feel like that's a really nice thing so you could always look at it that way and think and with every year I gain I'm more sure of myself and I'm more like sure of the direction of my life but if you're not sure of the direction of your life also me too it depends on the way you look at it <laughs> like it's just who even ever really knows what they're doing because life is just crazy but I feel like as long as there's a two at the beginning of your age you're pretty young in the grand scheme of things so well, if there's not a two Kira how offensive your 30s are when no, you start like, to live I mean thir- no your 30s <laughs> obviously you're still young but like to to think oh my god I'm getting so old my youth is coming to an end when you are still not 20, even past 25 like yeah. you know this person is 24 who asked this question like that is in the grand scheme of things very very young I know that 30s are a, a number that scare people myself included but um I feel like 24 very young you're just getting just started seems... that's how I feel just I'm yeah. just settling into like me I'm just, just beginning because yeah, like really like as on the su- subject of being you know this episode being about like parents and mums and things like that for like the first 16 to 18 years of your life depending on when you choose to move out of home you are like an extension of your parents and you know a lot of what you do is like based on what you're allowed to do and like their personal chosen lifestyle and all of that and then you go to uni and that's kind of like a different experience it's actually only really when you graduate which for you has been like less than two years Mm -hmm. and for me less than three so it's like there's only really been a couple of years where you're kind of living completely for yourself, directed by yourself, making your own money, all of that kind of stuff. So really, it's like at 24, like you say, you're just kind of getting established and there's still years upon years left to enjoy life. And I think youth, obviously, it's lovely, but potentially overrated because there'll be amazing things that come out of each section of your life, regardless of how old you are. Yeah. I definitely but people say that like high school is the best years of your life. I'm like Absolutely not. I'm like, sorry, but what? What kind of high school experience did you have? Because I feel like as I get older, <laughs> like I'm learning more to be comfortable with my own hobbies, not to be embarrassed of my like what I love and to be passionate, to set boundaries, mm-hmm. intentional friendships. I'm loving like a life, like adult life. And I'm excited for it to continue. Yeah. You're just getting Amazing. started. Embrace it. So that's the first Absolutely. question. Absolutely. Existential <laughs> crisis incoming. <sighs> Deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second hilarious, question. Hilarious. Hopefully more lighthearted. I'm going to get you a cake with 24 candles in. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Um, you keep trying to age me and say that I'm going to be 25. I'm like, I know please some, like, stop just, it. I think it's just because like, on so many levels, we're the same person. Like, I do actually think of all the people I've met in my life, we're, like, the most similar. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. when you talk about, like, you know, getting a house and the long-term relationship and, like, potentially having babies sometime, like, in the future, like, as a thing that's, you know, like, you know, you've met, you've met, not for lack of a better phrase, you've met your baby daddy. <laughs> oh, God. I regretted it. It's, like, before it came out of my mouth. Um, I'm, like, made aware of, like, how much older and wiser you are in that year. So I feel like sometimes I just age you a bit by accident. So really, it's complicated. Equally, you already do live independently, not with your significant other's family. So, like, in that sense, you are a more established adult than me. So... You know, well, I mean, significant other's family can't exist because the significant other doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is that, but still. Um, so, anyway, um, the second, the second question, question 
is a her thing. I... <laughs> wow. <laughs> what just happened? I think tried to say I'm hoping, but instead I said I hoping, which is only a small error, but it just made me laugh. So um, I'm hoping that it will be a bit less likely to lead to any further existential crises. So I think this one's a fun one. It is a fun one. So this person has basically said that they're wanting to get into cooking, making their own meals, being a bit more, you know, kitchen savvy for want of a better word, and they don't know really where to get started now. I'm certainly no chef. Um, I think this was probably directed at you, though, because you do have such a food presence online. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do love food. Food is one of the greatest joys in my life, so love it. Um, I will say that, like, I think that dinner is probably my least strong meal. Um, (laughs) Breakfast, lunch, brunch, all kinds of things coming out of my kitchen. But dinners, I'm very samey. But one thing that I think definitely helps me is watching foodie content creators whether that be on youtube finding blogs following instagram accounts and also watching foodie television shows master chef i've been really into recently <laughs> um and to mention sarah again she is super foodie like oh way i more love than I, am. I love sarah's account chadwick in the kitchen it's, shout out to sarah she is yeah she's just like so creative and like just comes up with so many great ideas and she's recommended for me to watch the MasterChef US edition seasons three and four specifically she said miss one and two for anyone who wants to go and watch it as well so I've been watching UK MasterChef but I think I might go ahead and watch some um USA MasterChef as well and just things like that seeing other people get creative with food I think makes me think oh yeah I could try something different or like you know just find new ideas and just try things out basically Mm -hmm. and then before you know it you'll have like a little roster of recipes that are in your little personal in your head recipe just come across another what did you say roster roster I'd say roaster oh no maybe I wouldn't I was about to swear at you just then. I really just... You pushing me over the edge today, woman. Um, <laughs> well, okay, we're, we're going to bench that. Sorry. We're going to bench that combo. <laughs> we, let's um, bench it. I Roster. would say... Well, actually, so I do like cooking more and more, I think, as I get older. Um, my mum was such a good cook, and I feel like growing up with, like, home-cooked meals so often... Mom, mm-hmm. I, don't, I say was such a good cook, like, I don't live there anymore. I'm sure, I assume she is still such a good <laughs> yeah, cook. Yeah, she once um, was, she probably still is. <laughs> yes, she doesn't just exist to provide for me. Uh, so what? she probably is still cooking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely grew up around, like, cooking, so it's something that I tried to do as soon as I could. This week, I've actually been trialling HelloFresh which Ooh, has been fun. that's snazzy. Yeah, I got a discount code, so it was like, it's three Classic. meals, but for two people each, so technically like six meals, because I cook for myself. Nice. Um, for six ninety nine, which is a steal. Really? Yeah, because I had the discount wow. code. Normally it's £30, which I don't think I would pay, Jeez. but like six six ninety nine, very good. Um, so mm. it's been really fun to kind of incorporate new meals into the week, because I feel like it's easy to get into rut when cooking. Um, so HelloFresh mm-hmm. would highly recommend you can choose like veggie or non-veggie meat and fish (laughs) my sister's done it at the also i would say it's a really good idea to connect to someone in lockdown my sister also ordered a HelloFresh, and this week Mm -hmm. we've been making the same meals and posting them in a group chat with my mum and my mum has to vote who the winner is ah i love that and yes i'm sad to report back that i didn't win so that's oh yeah like but yeah that's a really good way to connect also um (laughs) and also i think cooking for other people is a good way to get into cooking because making it a social thing kind of opens it up to being a more enjoyable activity when i lived completely on my own 
or like almost completely on my own, I kind of dreaded cooking because it was just for myself. Whereas when I'm cooking for someone else or eating with someone else, regardless of whether we're cooking mm-hmm. together, and it's more of a social activity, I definitely enjoy it more. Yeah, absolutely. I think cooking for other people is also good because it means you can get some feedback on your cooking. <laughs> I often worry about my own cooking that I'm just like, I... I think I could eat some really weird food combinations. So I'm like, I don't know if I would ever serve this to someone else because I'm like, does this just taste good to me? Like, is this actually edible to other people? I'm excited Um, to come round to your house when that's allowed. Um, Yes. And we can have dinner parties. Oh, that's going to be so fun. And it'll also give me the opportunity to make things that are like a bit more adventurous because Jay is the fussiest eater ever, ever like oh ever. well i mean i'm not the wildest eater if i'm honest yeah but you eat definitely a bit more a bit more probably a bit more um, than do you know what's funny on He's... the subject of jay <laughs> i was talking to my mum this week about like you moving here and uh she said emily you're gonna have to be careful you're gonna have to let us spend time <laughs> i was like mom of course uh, well do you think there's a three like Jay's, yeah jay's obviously. in the crew jay has always been in yeah. the crew we're a trio. It, it works out I am really your nicely. adopted daughter. You've already got a child. Oh, Who we love that. Exactly. We don't need a baby. We've already got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so Jay is this evening, actually, at least unless he pulls out of the situation, uh, he's consented to try Linda McCartney burgers. Ooh, I love a Linda McCartney burger. Linda is talented. I love Linda McCartney burger. I actually bought Linda McCartney burgers accidentally last week because the supermarket was so busy and I just reached into the freezer thought I was getting the sausages ended up with burgers so I had them last week and I was like I can't believe how nice they are but specifically couldn't believe that they had 21 grams of protein per burger patty and Jay is <laughs> patty is too. such a funny word don't worry I do say Jay it the is. same I say patty <laughs> yeah, I should say patty say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jay's big into like protein intake all oh, that kind gained. of stuff so i think that like sparked his desire to try them because they were so high in protein so he's trying them tonight unless he Ooh, chickens exciting. out um ha, funny because so it's not meat exactly have you ever had on the subject of chicken this corn southern fried chicken um i like the pieces of chicken honestly don't think i've had the corn ones but i've had the linda oh my ones gosh the corn I love ones. i just i'm so team linda Love Linda. Oh, see, I am Shout out to Linda, Linda with most things, but I've never tried. Like, I fell in love with the corn ones, so now I feel like I don't want to. Linda has like some move. southern fried chicken like bites, and they are top notch. But um, yeah, so I'll keep y'all updated with how Jay gets on I'll with keep the burger because updated. who knows? <laughs> that might be a new meal to add to our very limited weekly roster of foods that Jay will actually eat. So this is exciting. Or it could be completely blacklisted and he'll never try a burger ever again. So it's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> wow. The, we've got some <laughs> options here for how this evening could go. Well, I'm excited to hear you can report back in next week's weekly roundup. <laughs> I will do. Don't <laughs> feel like worry we've been about extremely it. chatty today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We have been excessively talkative. Um, thanks, Mum, for passing that trade yeah. on to me. Trace, Tracy and Helen have really got some airtime this episode. Hope they, they enjoy. Have. I hope they're happy. Hope she is satisfied because it was her request. Um, I love that, that we did. This I episode. love that we got a request from your mom. That is excellent, excellent, excellent indeed. Okay, before we talk anyone's ears off any further and put people off of listening ever again, thank you <laughs> very much for joining us for this episode, and we, and we will, will see you next, see you next week. week. Oh, cute. <laughs>